nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at garagelogic.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to garagelogic.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. GarageLogic.com. Keyword passport. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 944, October 14th, 2022. 86 degrees on this day. Doesn't that sound oh, wonderful? I'll say. In 1947 and 24 degrees in 1937. Uh, I have some weather notes, but I'll wait till after the music plays. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushiro. Kelsey sent me a picture of a caterpillar okay. and a chart of woolly bear caterpillars and how they can predict winter based on their color. And uh, huh. apparently this one's got enough brown fur that it indicates a mild winter. So is this much like Puxatawney Phil? Something like that, yeah. Another hmm. guy from Arizona sent, uh, sent me an email because GLers love to rub it in. What did you see when you looked out the window this morning? He said, I saw sunny blue skies and warmth. We saw snow on the oh, ground. Oh, see, that's just mean. Yeah. That's just mean. We saw snow on the ground. I don't think it'll last. I have a town council uh, question. Okay. Here it is. What did you see when you looked out the window this morning? Down here in southern Gumption County, I saw sunshine. John in Arizona. That feels like two pieces of paper there. All right. <laughs> Uh, the town council. Yes, sir. Uh, Keith wonders, I am not able to listen to your program when it is being taped and have to listen to it later in the day. Okay. Does subscribing to the town council give me any benefits? Oh, absolutely. Well, well no. Sure it does. Well, he's listening late in the day anyway. But keep in mind, whenever we quote unquote go live... You know, which we normally do about, I don't know, 10 minutes before we record the show, the entire duration of the show, and roughly 10 minutes after the show is concluded, all of that is available to the people that subscribe to the town council. Even They don't have to listen to Plus, it live. They can. They have that option. But it's all then available to them, both in video format and in go. podcast format. Yeah, And so all of that's actually... available. So all you got to do is go to garagelogic.com. I might as well promote it now. For just $10 a month or $100 for the year, you're going to get access to 24-7 members-only live audio stream full of live recordings of Garage Logic, best of segments and replays, full show video archive, including before and after the show between segments content. You're going to receive a weekly newsletter from the mayor, a town council membership card, a town council window cling, a certificate from the mayor, and invites to exclusive members-only events. Go to garagelogic.com and sign up today. So I remain fascinated with this food for fraud scandal. And I was noting that... And by, uh, and by interested, you mean... PO'd. Well, yeah, and and 
it, it appears that the St. Paul equivalent of feeding our future, let's just call that one Minneapolis-based. St. Paul's equivalent was Partners in Nutrition. Oh, yes. Yeah. That happened to be co-founded by Amy Bach oh. in 2015. Mm-hmm. And then she split and founded her own Feeding Our Future. And I got to thinking feed, uh, uh, Partners in uh, Nutrition, nutrition yeah. is also uh, a subtitle of an outfit called Partners in Quality Care. And they have a very nice website about all the wonderful things they do. And I thought, well, I'm going to put on my Jimmy Olsen hat here. And I noted their address wasn't that far from my house. So yesterday after the show, I went to Partners in Quality Care, a.k.a. Partners in Nutrition. It's in an ancient three-story red brick building on West 7th Street in St. Paul, a storefront. And the only other occupant of the building seemed to be a hair salon. Okay. But the windows for Partners in Quality Care, a.k.a. Partners in Nutrition, were mirrored. You couldn't see a thing. Did you press your nose up to the glass anyway? Please tell me you did. Of course I did. Thank you. And all I saw was the reflection of West 7th Street behind me. And nose hairs. Yep. And then I... I went in, and I went to their door, and it was locked, and I put my ear to the door, and I didn't hear a thing. <laughs> I didn't hear phones. I didn't hear any, any noise that would indicate a business. So then no. I walked down the hall to the salon, yeah. and there were two clients uh, getting uh, hair cuts from two stylists, and I said, do you guys happen to know if, uh, uh, if quality... Uh, what's what did I say? It partners was? and quality, partners, quality, quality partners and quality care, care is open or what? And they both said we don't know. We're sorry. And then I walked back and I I tried the door again. It was locked. And then I went outside. I went around the back. There were three office chairs sitting outside haphazardly and a pile of scrap lumber. And then I got back in my car and made some notes and and went home. And then I thought, dumb me. I should have called uh, because the website does offer a phone number. Okay, sure. I guess I made the assumption uh, that it would not have been answered. Well, sure enough, it was answered. And I said, well, holy mackerel, I was just there. I didn't think you were open. And they said, yeah, well, we got tinted windows. I said, well, okay. Were you the guy in the brown jacket walking around here? And I said, no, I, I had a light-colored sweater on, and they said, what do you want to talk to us about? I said, food fraud. The Click. food fraud scandal. No, but there was a pause. And then Was well, it I, a notable pause, as in scrambling, or was it a didn't-understand-the-question no, kind of a pause? No, I would call it a thoughtful pause. Gotcha. And they said, no, you'll have to talk to Robin. And I didn't catch her last name, and Robin came on the phone, and I introduced, I identified myself. And she said, what do you want? And I said, well, I, you, you were reimbursed for $200 million in the year 2021. Say what? Supposedly for providing 80 million meals. And, and then I lost it. I, my brain went high, haywire, and I started winging. I said, where are the trucks? Where's your loading dock? Oh, Where's Joe. the food? Where's the oh. people? Oh, Joe. And she said, you don't get it. And I didn't say this, but I said, yeah, me and 5 million other Minnesotans don't get it. And then she said, I'm not talking to you anymore and hung up the phone. 
So that that's as far. Wow. And, and no one, <sighs> no one with that outfit has been charged with anything. You no one. You blew it. You blew it. How'd I blow it? You went on your little talk radio rant. You should have just kept slyly asking questions but like was, you're Jim Rockford playing and she, a role. And she said, you don't get it. And I think I know what she meant. Of course I get it. You you weren't feeding people at this location. That's just the office. You were supposedly uh, providing uh, reimbursement checks to the people at various sites who ostensibly were feeding the children and according to unsealed FBI documents were not feeding the children. In any event, where am I going with this? In any event, from this humble office, from this essentially run-down yeah. office, yeah. a supposed $200 million got funneled through there? Holy crap. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. That's all alleged. But how but can it's we according not, to the FBI. But how can we not have suspicion based upon what's happened the last couple of months? And it turns out, it turns out that it would be somewhat accurate to say Feeding Our Future and Partners in Nutrition were competitors. They both sued MDE for stopping the reimbursements. They both did. Both did. Uh to no mm. avail that, yeah, mm. to some avail, uh, wow. MDE did so start. So let's do this again. math. One was in Minneapolis, one was in St. Paul, right. $80 million for the St. Paul outfit, and how many again for Minneapolis? I don't have the number in front of me. But in one calendar year? Yes, 2021. And in 2020, Partners in Nutrition got $5.9 million in federal reimbursements. The very next year, they got $200 million in federal reimbursements. Because so they claim to be feeding 80 million children. This is where it breaks down. They needed 40 million more time, more, more in financing. Five times that, do you mean? Or yeah, I'm sorry, five times that. Well, alleged. And this is where it breaks down in, in responsibility. You mean, you mean to tell me? It's actually, no, it is 40 times. They were cut checks for 200 million because somebody bought the BS that they were feeding 80 million kids? I think so. Where's the responsibility in MDE? Where's the responsibility legislatively? Where's the re, where did the buck never stopped until the FBI came along and then MDA stepped to it and and cut off the payments? At which point they were sued. So these people wanted to sue to keep the fraud going. Allegedly, yesterday when we had Nancy on and you had raised this, I believe it was towards the end of the interview, and you had said. I have the feeling, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but this is the tip of the iceberg. So, I said that yesterday. Okay. When, and I completely believe you and agree with you. How, at what point are we going to find out that there's way more people involved in this scam than meets the eye? Well, I don't think the indictments are done. I, That's I, what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, are we going to start finding... For God's sake, we have a sitting Minneapolis City Council member whose wife was involved with one of these. Right. I mean, well, how, and for example, how deep no, are the tentacles going to get? Is my question. A lot deeper than we know today. But for example, partners in nutrition, no official associated with that outfit, and God bless them. Maybe they do the Lord's work. No one's been charged with anything. Now, I would add yet. I, it, it, it's, it's, it's not plausible to me that no one will end up being charged. It's not plausible, especially when you go from five million to two hundred million in one calendar year. Right. I'm sorry. And again, it's all couched 
in pandemic terms. Chris, there were almost 50 people arrested in this initially. Right. But, but then so, the one that not. Three pled guilty yesterday. Right. Right. Yeah. Aye, 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 aye. And then uh, in, in today's paper, a state representative's stepbrother also yep. operated a meal site. Yep. Um, Muhammad Noor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, isn't Muhammad Noor the opposite? His stepbrother had a place called the Average Muhammad. His stepbrother is Muhammad Ahmed Ahmed. Mm-hmm. There's no way for me to say what I want to say without being accused of racism. I'm trying to figure out a way to say it. Because I don't mean racism. I mean something more inherently intellectual or germane to the human condition. I think condition. what you're trying to say is there's a lot of ties to one demographic. Well, in there's, a lot of this. there's, to my knowledge, there's been no Hmong fraud. Okay, but l- let me put the brakes on for you. Yeah, I haven't said anything yet. Because this was discovered and the FBI was tipped off by a Somali. That's right. That's right. And a Somali newspaper exposed all That's this. That's right. That's right. So you can't make a blanket indictment. Well, I think you just saved me from doing that. Yeah, no, you, yeah, you, you can't make a, a blanket indictment on the Somalis. They're calling out fellow Somalis for doing this and for making their, here comes the word, community look bad. And, mm-hmm. and by the way, remember when um, Ilhan Omar went to the that convention where she was booed off the stage, she was booed by Somalians that that don't think she's doing. Well, a good they job. see right through her. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Well, because I, there was also the daycare so, fraud scandal that yeah, was connected. So there's no indicting the Somali community here. No. No. This is no. Just my, bad no, people. No, no. My question was more accurately. Uh, never mind. Never mind. I'm not All even right. going to try to explain my question. All right. uh, I'm not even going to try to explain my question, but there's been some daycare fraud with the Somali community, and there's been some food fraud, allegedly, and with the Somali the, community. The and Somalis are hyper-aware of that and PO'd, right. and that's why they're calling calling them out and right. calling the FBI on them. But I, I, uh, I, think it's, I think we're in the strap yourselves in part of this. I, I think you're right. I think there's going to be much more. It's going to get deeper and more confusing. Because, because you can't hide it now. No. You can't you can't take you can't put your kid gloves back on because these alleged fraudsters happen to be Somalian. Right. Because the cat's out of the bag. I think it was gotten away with for some time because of that. Remember at the yes. very beginning I said and I'm I'm glad to have been proven wrong. At the very beginning I said I bet not much will come of this. Because the people who would wish to point it out will be accused of discrimination. You did say that right away. And and I think that I think that dynamic was in play at the very beginning of people getting wind of the food fraud. And you know what? To piggyback on Kenny's point, would it have gotten the attention had the Sahan Journal not gone after this story? As aggressively as they Remember did. how long, and Such was railing, how long it took mainstream yes. press yes. to kick in. Mm-hmm. Joe was literally, for I think, over a month begging, um, I would almost said legitimate, that's not the right word, uh, major newspaper pub- publications to pick this up. Well, it would have been begging the Star Tribune. Right, right, right. I, I, Scott from Inver Grove, never afraid and always pushing back. 
He he was the banker for the gal we had on yesterday. Oh. Uh, help me with her name. Is it Nancy? Oh, Nancy uh, Close. Close. Yes. And uh, he uh, corroborated that she was, she's a straight arrow on the up and up. Good. And by the way, I need to read an email and I need to apologize. Is M. Leanne uh, Shoemaker the teacher we've talked to that that might live in Milwaukee? The no. young millennial? Nope, no, that's that, not her. That's I not know her. her. Nope. Uh, well, but she writes, long time no talk, old white men. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, that is her. I think it is. Yeah, no, I know. I was wrong. That's her. I was Lee. Listen- her name is Lee. Lee. Yeah. I, Lee. Yeah. I was listening to the podcast today, and you brought up every meal from another emailer. You all seem very suspicious of them. Uh, I don't think we all did, and I, if I sounded suspicious of them, uh, I'm, I, I'm sorry. I can... Uh, confirm to you that every meal is an amazing nonprofit. I worked in Minneapolis and St. Paul public schools before, and I've seen their donation since my first year of teaching in 2016. They even send food home to suburban district families as well. Uh, We usually send home a a flyer at the beginning of the year and families can opt in or out. On Fridays, they drop off the bags of meals, and either volunteers or school social workers place the bag in the child's backpack for them to bring home each weekend. I've had families tell me how much it does help. My family and I have even been uh, donated. My family and I have even donated to them. They sent out an email after the fraud stuff came out that was really encouraging and affirming of their intentions and transparency as a nonprofit. I'll look, I'll forward it to you so you can have a read. The food actually goes to families who want and need it. And every meal, that's what it's called, has a great heart. Always pushing back. Lee, the euphorian millennial teacher. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm glad to clear that up. Uh, I think I think the outfit called Every Meal came up in, the, uh, in talking to Nancy. Is it cousin? Na- Nancy? Close. Nancy Close. Uh, that at Central High School, it's Kirk Cousins, right? Nancy, Nancy Close. Close. Right. In talking to her, I mentioned an email I had gotten from a parent at Central High School, okay. who copied me on the email that, where it said every meal will be every meal is the name of the outfit would be sending home food. And uh, what Lee wants us to understand that every meal is uh, on the on up and up. up. Yep. So okay. there you have it. And if I gave uh, a different impression, I apologize. You know the thing. If it offended you, the thing I keep wondering about too is the people that have already been, you know, apprehended, no, questioned, and whatnot. Are they going to end up getting lesser penalties due to plea agreements because they're trying to find even more people associated with this? Do you, do you follow my? No. Repeat the question. So the, the the ones that have already been taken into custody and questioned, are they ultimately going to get plea agreements and lesser penalties? Just trying to get more information and, and get I even. Th- At this point, my answer would be: I think they're working their way down a list um, because earlier you said uh, one of you just said, um, "How deep does this go?" It feels like we're discussing Watergate or, or mm-hmm. something. But if you read Sahan Journal um, from October seventh, they have a piece on another organization that the government is referring to as Sponsor A. So Sponsor A is feeding, uh, is new partners in nutrition. That's Sponsor sure? A, yes. 
Sponsor A is partners in because nutrition. they were responsible for fifty seven point seven. That's million. feeding. Uh, that's oh, nutrition. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Wow. Gotcha. Thank you. Yeah. Well, if you got up today and looked out the window and saw the snow, it mm-hmm. reminded you that we have a different season ahead of us, and you want to be able to get through it. I would choose one of the fine family of Volkswagen SUVs from Schmelz Countryside. I followed a vehicle from Schmelz on the way into work was today. Was it an Atlas? Yeah. It was you, you dummy. Oh, that was me. Schmelz <laughs> 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 Countryside on the uh, <laughs> southeast corner. That's awesome. Highway, he even waved to me. Highway 36 me. <laughs> and 61. <laughs> In Maplewood, the oldest Volkswagen dealer in the region, until I stand corrected, and I don't think I will be, a multi-generational dealership. I've been uh, buying and uh, enjoying cars there for years, and I will continue to. The family of Volkswagen SUVs are in stock. They're arriving daily. The new Taos, uh, the family-size seven-passenger Atlas with 5,000-pound towing capacity, the Tiguan. A lot of these got your... uh, Technology and stuff. They got all-wheel drive and IQ drive advanced safety systems. They have the all-electric ID4 SUV, named the 2021 World Car of the Year if you're a candidate. Schmelz Countryside, they're great people, great service, very conveniently located there on the southeast corner of 36 and 61 in Maplewood. Details at SchmelzVW.com. Hey, GLers, it's Reavers here once again for my friends at Hofferman Water. And I'm talking about Connecticut, the best water treatment systems known to man. And I'm a firm believer in that because I've had not one but two different Connecticut systems. And boy, am I a satisfied customer. And you will be too. Plus, you're going to love the service that you're going to get from Hofferman Water. Uh, Iron rust and odor filtration systems, drinking water systems, and of course, water softeners. That's because a new system from Connecticut can do so many things that other water softeners just simply can't do. It's going to cut down on salt usage, and it's also going to protect your appliances. I've had bad water, and it's not fun at all. I went through two dishwashers. That's how bad my water was at my previous home. So when you get that new system from Connecticut and Hofferman Water, your showers get better, your laundry's going to get better, and not to mention the best drinking water around. Trust me, I just had a drinking water system installed, and my wife absolutely loves it. So please get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water today, 952-894-4040, or visit their website, which is, of course, HoffermanWater.com. That's 952-894-4040 or HoffermanWater.com. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please let them know that you heard about him right here on the Garage Logic Podcast. When do you want to call him? I will. All right. Yes, sir. He's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and Johnny and Dylan. This is, this is a new one? This new one? No, it's not, this is actually one of our first ones we've ever had. Well, you don't play it often enough, then. That's because he stores them in his email program. Well, he doesn't have them on a button. Board. I didn't use it for a while because this was the opening theme for Johnny's music podcast that had a short run. <laughs> Let's go with the uh, U of M situation here. I'd like to hear from Kenny Olson first. Well, uh, dear Joe. Oh. <laughs> I need a ruling. I think this falls under the female fun limitation factor, or possibly this is just that apricot canning bastard Kenny's fault. 
I have a 2013 Brute Force 650. It's a it's an ATV. Uses it around the farm. Wife uses. I'm about, I haven't pre-read this, so forgive me. Uh, the wife uses it mainly to drag the arena and pastures. Must be a horse farm, huh? Yes. Uh, she comes inside one day after using the wheeler. Says it keeps dying. Well, being the fixer in the house, I go out and take a look. Sure enough, starts her off, runs for a few minutes, then dies. Now I'm excited. I have wanted a new four-wheeler for years, and it's finally about to happen. I go inside, deliver the bad news. Sorry, hon. The wheeler's broken. Nothing I can do about it. We will need a new one. Now, my wife knows nothing about engines. In my mind, this is a perfect plan. My wife then utters something I never expected. Why don't you try that seafoam stuff you're always buying? Uh-oh. Well, long story short, the Wheeler runs perfect now, and I'm out the new one. She FFLF'd him. Love the show. Thanks, Joe. She now, female fun factored limited him, or whatever that is. Somebody owes him a four-wheeler. Sea I don't know does. if it's me or Such or Seafoam. I don't. Somebody owes this guy a brand new four-wheeler. I this is the first this is the first story I've received where Seafoam worked. How do no. I even phrase this, where Joe? Where Seafoam's getting bitched at because it works. <laughs> Thank you. That's the, that's what I was looking for. Oh, man, a wonderful product in a world of bad gas. With all apologies, Seafoam is the greatest. We're sorry. <laughs> well, no, listen to his final letter, our final sentence. It's so sad. Uh, well, long story short, <laughs> the wheeler runs perfect now, and I'm out the new one. All I got is that four-wheeler. <laughs> all I got is my Kawasaki. I I know a way that he can kill that Kawasaki once well, and for all. No, I think you. I think this is a wonderful testimony. But but it goes against uh, it goes against everything we know and love about cylinders. So I I can't recommend. Well, wouldn't it. this just? Wouldn't he be able to now sell it instead of having to junk it? Well, if it's running fine, why get rid of it? That's true. Now, uh, many many emailers uh, wanted me to be on top of this. I w- wish to reassure them that I did see it. Uh, the Daily Mail, for example, has exposed the ridiculous oath that U of M medical students are forced to take. It includes every academic cliche in the book, including white supremacy, colonialism, gender binary, and ableism. The students have to pledge to honor all indigenous ways of healing that have been historically marginalized by Western medicine. They also are committed to promoting a culture of anti-racism and were forced to state that the university was built on Dakota land. And, of course, they had to pledge to save our planet from apocalyptic climate change, even though that has nothing to do with medicine. We commit to healing our planet, the med students chanted in unison. I want this from Timbuktu. I want my surgeon to follow the tenets of modern medicine, not shamanism or faith healing. At one time, white Europeans believed in bloodletting as valid medical practice. We no longer honor this practice as it has been completely debunked. Some traditional ideas were very stupid ideas, and that applies to every race and ethnic group. Uh, we have the video. It's not, we're not making this up. It's almost like watching a horror show. Yeah. Oh, it absolutely is, yes. The students are in their white coats. This is the medical class of 2026 at your University of Minnesota. 
to which you provide your hard-earned tax dollars. With gratitude, we, the students of the University of Minnesota Twin Cities Medical School Class of 2026, stand here today among our friends, families, peers, mentors, and communities who have supported us in reaching this milestone. Our institution is located on Dakota land. Today, many indigenous people throughout the state, including Dakota and Ojibwe, call the Twin Cities home. We also recognize this acknowledgement is not enough. We commit to uprooting the legacy and perpetuation of structural violence deeply embedded within the healthcare system. What? We recognize inequities built by past and present traumas rooted in white supremacy, colonialism, the gender binary, ableism, and all forms of oppression. As we enter this profession with opportunity for growth, we commit to promoting a culture of anti-racism, listening and amplifying voices for positive change. We pledge to honor all indigenous ways of healing that have been historically marginalized by Western medicine. Knowing that health is intimately connected to our environment, we commit to healing our planet and communities. We vow to embrace our role as community members and strive to embody cultural humility. We promise to continue restoring trust in the medical system and fulfilling our responsibilities as educators and advocates. We commit to collaborating with social, political, and additional systems to advance health equity. We will learn from the scientific innovations made before us and pledge to advance and share this knowledge with peers and neighbors. We recognize the importance of being in community with and advocating for those we serve. Um, you've been duped. That is a scene out of Soylent Green, a 1973 science fiction movie. You think so? If I didn't see it with my own eyes. Wow, that was. I don't. So do I laugh? Do I cry? I do I run reaction. like hell? This is why I didn't want Joe to say anything, Kenny, because I I saw this before the, the show with Joe, and I could not believe what I was watching. The monotone, in unison. Oh. Wow. Um, just to p- point out, too, this video, the link will be posted to the Garage Logic website so people can see the video for themselves. Kenny, it's as if it's. It's Soylent Green come to real life. It's like they're at mass. It, it, yeah. It, 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 it's so terrifying. Only with less emotion. Correct. Like like they've been drugged, well, like Jim Jones clan. A couple of things. Uh, one, uh, give the land back to the Dakota. Re- re- None number you, one. None of you colleges. Number do, one. None give of you everything back. That. Yep. And number two, that uh, let's say right now there's a, a woman of Dakota heritage uh, walking on Franklin Avenue, which there is, and she's cold, and uh, which she is, and she doesn't have a lot to look forward to today. How does this help her? No, you're. Oh my God, you're so right. How does All this, help this her? does is ease white. Guilt, this or was, ease their own pathetic liberal guilt. This is the most conceitful thing I've ever heard. It is oh. truly, truly oh, dreadful. Oh, you're taking it that far? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's dreadful. And I've told you before, 
You go to the doctor 10 years from now, and you're supposed to get a cataract removed, and some screwball is going to hand you your pancreas. God, I want to uh, laugh, I mean, but I, you're right. What, 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 where, where are we headed here? I've got where a tree in guy. God's name are we headed? I've got a tree guy like that. A tree guy? You tell him to cut down one tree, cuts down the tree on the other side of the house. <laughs> well, that's like Royce's dad hired the grave digger in the dead of winter, but the guy hit... He dug the wrong grave, and Richard said, why? And he said, well, the ground was softer over here. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> this, this, now, now, wait. Yeah. I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of a euphorian, a mysterian, a resident of Liberal Lakes, Diversityville, or, or uh, Liberal Lakes, uh, and people are saying, well, what harm can this do? Or uh, what's wrong with that? Well, what's wrong with it is it's duplicitous, it's disingenuous, it's hypocritical, it's BS. Again, if that's Dakota land and you're guilty about it, then give the damn school back to the Dakota. And two, this does not help anyone except you frauds who think you're making yourself feel better. And... It alerts me to the idea that ingrained now in your medical education will be this classism you must be aware of. And you really want to tell me that you're going to find some degree of acceptance in what have been proven to be false uh, concepts of uh, natural healing that don't work? Are you going to abandon the CAT scan machines? What are you going to do? You gonna stick a leech on my ass? What's wrong with you? Play it again and listen. It's being led by, I assume, a professor, a, a professor of medicine, maybe the maybe the medical director of the school. I have no idea who. It, the do, pledge was. Does it say the pledge was led by Dr. Robert Englander? The oh my god, the associate dean for undergraduate education at the school's white coat ceremony. So, Dr. Robert Englander. I would imagine, uh, and I don't think I'll be wrong, uh, just to pick a year, uh, there's been a white coat ceremony, let's say, every year, and I take it that is to welcome the uh, incoming class. Correct. That uh, should they survive the rigorous demands of a medical training, will become doctors in four years. And this uh, white coat ceremony took place on August 19th. It's just get it was posted to the Daily Mail today. That's why we're seeing it today. And, uh, so, so there was a white coat ceremony, let's say, in 1957. Right. It probably didn't have any of this stuff. I'm going to guess it did. It probably ha had to do with you're supposed to be here to work your ethical work hard and um, make sure you do the best you can and help people and 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 so and then in 1977 there was a white coat ceremony. You know, welcome students. You're in for a hell of a rough ride here for four years because we don't suffer fools gladly. Why do we call it a white coat ceremony? Well, because they wear those lab coats. Well, but that has to go. That's got to go. And, and uh, we don't suffer fools gladly. And uh, if you uh, fail, you're out. Mm. And now we come to 2022, and this is the white coat ceremony. With gratitude, we, the students of the University of Minnesota Twin Cities Medical School Class of 2026, stand here today among our friends, families, peers, mentors, and communities who have supported us in reaching this milestone. 
Our institution is located on Dakota land. Today, many indigenous people throughout the state, including Dakota and Ojibwe, call the Twin Cities home. We also recognize this acknowledgement is not enough. We commit to uprooting the legacy and perpetuation of structural violence deeply embedded within the healthcare system. We recognize inequities built by past and present traumas rooted in white supremacy, colonialism, the gender binary, ableism, and all forms of oppression. As we enter this profession with opportunity for growth, we commit to promoting a culture of anti-racism, listening and amplifying voices for positive change. We pledge to honor all indigenous ways of healing that have been historically marginalized by Western medicine. Knowing that health is intimately connected to our environment, we commit to healing our planet and communities. We vow to embrace our role as community members and strive to embody cultural humility. We promise to continue restoring trust in the medical system and fulfilling our responsibilities as educators and advocates. We commit to collaborating with social, political, and additional systems to advance health equity. We will learn from the scientific innovations made before us and pledge to advance and share this knowledge with peers and neighbors. We recognize the importance of being in community with and advocating for those we serve. Two quick things. Mm-hmm. I have three, but you go ahead. There's how many? Of 200, 300 kids at this cer- students at this no ceremony? Idea. A ton. It was just short of people there uh, in robes holding torches. Why did not one of them <laughs> yeah. say, what are we, like, and walk out? You can't tell me that all of them are that like Take a knee. You mean take a knee? Yeah, to stand up to this nonsense. How did one of them in that entire room well, not maybe, say... Maybe somebody did. I don't know. And number two, I hope this absolutely kills their funding for boosters. Well, it and, won't. It, it, it won't. Interesting you would say that, Chris, because I Googled him. The first thing that came up was a profile page, med.umn.edu. You click on that, and you get... Page not found. Sorry, can't find the page with that address. That would be his profile. Really? So I go up to the U of M internal search device, put in the same thing, the guy's name, page not found. The only thing I can find on him is the announcement of him being hired in 2015 or him getting a, a promotion, promotion in 2015. And this video I'm finding was posted yesterday. How could a doctor of all people believe in such a thing as health equity we all have to feel the same way equity is genetic i mean health is genetic right yeah. uh there is no such thing as health equity. not everybody gets to start at home what's, plate there can't, what's gonna there, yeah yeah there can't be uh, such a thing as health equity the three of us aren't gonna die from the same thing no and it, that's preposterous on the face of it there is no such thing as health equity and what, for example, I would like to know, what has been the structural violence practiced by doctors? Right. Because if you, if you said abortion, they'd certainly reject that as structural violence. I mean, what, what is structural violence? I've been going to a doctor for 60 years. What, what's the structural violence? What is structural Take a break, and we'll think about that. Okay. Yeah, but before we take a break, Joe, I have a correction to make, because we're fact-based, right? You would say that we're fact-based? Yes. 
Uh, I got a note from Linda from Keller Tax Services. She says, hey, dummy. No, I'm kidding. I added that because I, I screwed up uh, yesterday. She actually said, hey, Chris, but I'm going to add, hey, dummy. Uh, in the interest of being fact-based, final tax deadline is this coming Monday, the 17th, not the 15th, which is, of course, tomorrow and a Saturday. So I'm a dummy. Yes, you will still have until Monday, October 17th, if you happen to be late filing. And if you're not, well, you know what? Get in touch with Linda and Keller Tax Services anyway. She's been doing this for over 20 years. She prepares all types of returns for all types of professions and businesses. And she has perfected the virtual tax appointment via video or phone. It's safe document exchange options, both encrypted and secure, and confidence of a professional professional with the convenience of staying right at home. And she has competitive pricing to do-it-yourself software. The fat fee includes state income tax return, e-filing of all returns, and direct deposits of any refunds. You can book your appointment by phone. Call her today, 320-352-0013. That's 320-352-0013. Or just go online by going to Keller Tax Service on Facebook. Her goal is to take the mystery and the anxiety out of the tax preparation process, and Linda is a full-time GLer, so you know you can trust her. 320-352-0013. Let her know that you heard about her right here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Try to hear this song. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, yes. What, do you got a date or something? Now, the enthusiasm in your voice just excited me. Uh, I'm, getting a, I'm, getting a, I'm getting a free lunch out of my uh, son because I'm uh, turning 77 on Monday. So. Hey, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yes. yes. So I, I mean, when you get a chance, you know, we, we probably have 25 lunches a year, and I get a Christmas and a birthday, and that's it. I'm, I'm on the hook for the other 23. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I got to take one when I can get it, right? Yeah, Kenny's got a question for you. Uh, I'm ready, Kenny. I'm currently logging on to StarTribune.com to find out what the hell you were talking about this morning on Twitter regarding New Alum and Polka and a clarinet and what what what, what is all that? It, okay, here it is: New Alm, where baseball mixes with polka, fried, and potato salad. Yeah, okay, that's right. So, all right. All right. I Will I find uh, the reason why in the first paragraph or the last paragraph? I, uh, I had a I had a great thrill. I sat in at K and U J on the uh, for the polka hour with the uh, wacky uh, Tom Wheeler and uh, learned a lot about uh, polka, including the clarinet is uh, is very strong in there, and we call that a. Hook tafa when it's in there. I think. So, uh, so I've learned some things about polka. I've I've hung out with, <laughs> Roycey. I've hung out with disc jockeys before at music stations, and they get a lot of calls from uh, uh, younger female fans. I wonder if yeah. the wheels down there gets uh, gets those phone calls off the air, <laughs> ho- hoping to meet in the uh, nearby bar yeah. or a legion yeah, somewhere. Out in front of uh, Herman the German statue, maybe they can meet out there. <laughs> I saw the, the, the Oktoberfest is down there this week, and they get a lot of uh, visitors, and uh, then they, they get the old tour of the city. And uh, it didn't look like a young group early in the week, but I think they get a little drunker and rowdier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. As a guy that attended a few of those back in my day, Patrick, that is 100% it's a, accurate. It's a slow build, Patrick. You've got to pace yes. yourself. <laughs> yes. 
You know what is an amazing thing, though, is the August Shell Brewery stud stuck back there in the back of that forest and jammed in there and a one lane road and uh, it's still going strong it's uh, it's amazing it's it's kind of the uh the driver of this uh, Oktoberfest thing. So I, I hate to leave New Orleans. Well, uh, I got a f- one time though, Pat, and I can tell you that they had to stop doing this, but they used to have buses that would run from Mankato State to the new to this to this Oktoberfest oh, every cool. year. They had to stop because we were so bleep faced by the time we got there. <laughs> they said, "Get these guys out of here." <laughs> yeah. Well, huh. it was. Uh, it was uh, it's it was a fun trip because I was in Sleepy Eye Thursday with that collection of guys, and uh, they're having the Babe Ruth celebration Saturday, the hundredth anniversary of the Babe playing there, where he pounded the old apple for two home runs, according to the Sleepy yeah. Eye paper. He pounded the old apple. <laughs> pounded the old apple. Yeah. I got your headline where the Japs beat the Indians. <laughs> we were a little. That was out of the New Orleans paper, a sleepy eye paper. In 1940-something. Right? 1940. Oh, my God. A Japanese team from uh, from Fort Snelling, which means yep. these were not prisoners. These were guys that was, were internment. You know? Right. And, and uh, Americans. They came down to play. Yeah, they, were, they came down to play, but uh, they were still uh, G. J-A-P-S in the, in right. the headline of the right. sleepy eye paper. I don't think you could get away with that today. No, there's a lot of stuff you could get away with uh, that uh, in there too. I, I believe they they referred to the they referred to the tone of their skin in the story yeah. Yeah. and the shortened version of the word Nippon, which is some sort of manufacturing <laughs> yeah. company or something, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the Nips. Uh, uh, well, was, I was uh, hoping that we wouldn't have to say the word, Joe. Pat, yeah. did you see any of the hockey game last night? Uh, not a lot, but, uh, uh, you know, I was expressing concern early that the flower might be too old to carry the load. I was not uh, I was not in on the idea of him being the number one goalie. Well, I didn't mind. And uh, they say it wasn't all his fault last night, but he couldn't have been great. What I wanted to ask you, if you had seen it, was there at any time a woo for the for the flower because I gotta think three of them were pretty soft Wow really okay. yeah, what I did don't. I well but it's ahead. game one I'm not gonna panic oh oh there's 81 left yeah I missed the first period I tune in during the second period and Erickson Eck Eckers getting the s kicked out of him by everybody mm. what did he do to make everybody so mad at him I didn't see that he I just, drew like I three know. penalties within five minutes uh five minutes it did was you? great and then finally they threw him in the box the Rangers got this future superstar kid from St Paul mm. what the hell's his name oh. he's about six four Big guy, defender for the Rangers, and he's he's destined for the Hall of Fame. He's 20, I think he's 22. I'll see if I can find it right here. Wow. If you said his name, I'd recognize it. Did Just you, go to the uh, Rangers roster. Did you see the Star Tribune sports section this morning? I have it in front of me. Did you see Levinsky's photo of that Reeve guy punching? Yes. Polino? Amazing. Yes. Ryan, <laughs> is it Ryan Lindgren? No. He's from Burnsville. No. no. Uh, oh, Keandre uh, Keandre Miller, Keandre Miller. Where in oh, the yeah, hell did he yeah, play in high school? From uh, Wyzetta, Minnetonka. 
He played out there. When they drafted him, he got racial notes, and I tried to get a hold of him and his mom, and they uh, and I had some numbers and talked to his coach, but they chose not to. Uh, I thought he was from St. Paul. It. He is. That's his birthplace. Yep, St. Paul, Minnesota. He had a hell of a hike to high school. He played. No, he. I think he was born over there, but he played. He, okay. They lived out in Wyzetta or Minnetonka. Or something. Right. I think he played at. I think he played at Wyzetta. All right. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And, and but he also played in Ann Arbor there. I think with the or wherever they play. Up Does it say he played at Wisconsin by any chance? I, I just see the uh, date of uh, place of birth. Let's but put I can it look this way: the Gophers never had this guy. No, they did not have him, but um, don't uh, lament their uh, the talent they have over there now. Right. He has, they have, uh, he's got six freshmen who are NHL draft choices and then another one who wasn't old enough to be an NHL draft choice. He will be this time. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they are loaded. But, yeah, this kid's supposed to be good. I didn't uh, I didn't watch enough. Born in St. Paul, raised in Hopkins. Miller began ice skating at the age of two. He's a primary of Ford, Mollingstown, out of Miko Koivu. Uh, Minnetonka High School uh, needed another defenseman. Okay. He left Minnetonka after two years to join the USA uh, National Team Development Program uh, and spent two seasons playing in the United States Hockey League. Uh, then he played two seasons with the Wisconsin Badgers. Hmm. So there you go. All right. And... Well, he's, uh, yeah, he, he looked good, huh? Yes, he did. Okay. Did you stick with it? Were you waiting for a comeback, or did you go watch the news or something? I, I oh. didn't stick it till the end. It was uh, clear that they weren't going to have the rally they needed. Kenny, let's ask Patrick our question we were t- talking about before the show. Pat, did uh, did Kurtzy officially retire, Bob yeah. Kurtz? That was last year. But he was still he doing was, games, right? Some he select was doing games. home games last year, but he must have given it up completely this okay. year. Yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, you, you hate it when those guys stick around forever, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. funny. No, no one your time is up. How old are you going to be? Make room for somebody else. Come on. Jesus, no, you're on. you're all over the map on this piece uh, this morning in the Star Tribune, that, that Royce. That one is only that one is only for uh, online. And when I, when I when I do that, I have a tendency to drift. Well, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it's good. But man, I, uh, you're everywhere here. This is cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pat, yeah. you got the Gophers at the Illini. Yes, I'm picking Gophers. All right, running back back. They've had an extra week, and Illinois. Only scored nine points last week against Iowa, but you know if if Illinois has its way, it'll be a you know twelve to ten game and just defensive as can be. That must have been and one hell. That must have been one hell of a thrilling Monday night or Thursday night football game last night. <laughs> oh, well, Al Michaels was ripping it. Yeah. Al, Al, at one point, he says, "Oh man." Yeah. <laughs> They were trying to run fast, and they got a delay game. (laughs) The Bears, oh, it was damn near impossible to lose that game to the commies, but they did. Yeah, Korea will not stay with the Twins, according to the paper today. Well, he will not. He's opting out. Right. We want to outbid everybody. We could. He could probably stay, but that was always going to happen. Mm -hmm. The original (laughs) deal was. The original deal was, do you want this guy for one year? Boris asked him, and they said yes. So that that was the original deal. This was always going to happen. He was always going to, unless he got hurt 
or was had a terrible season, he was going to opt out. And All right. Now, now somebody will have to pay him two hundred and fifty or so, probably. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> regarding okay, regarding your last two paragraphs, we've got to see that your dream comes a re- becomes a reality. Yes, right. right. I, I, I love that. What's his dream? No, What's his dream? I, I don't want to read it. Should I read it out loud, Patrick, yeah, or should people sure, pay for ahead. it? What I'm sure about after sharing the fruits of the dinner bell hour of polka that my baseball life will not be complete until I'm at Target Field and this happens. A member of the Twins uses the slightly naughty What They Do in Minnesota from New Orleans' late great Harold Loffelmacher and the Six Fat Dutchman as his walk-up song. Wouldn't that be great? (laughs) That would be so awesome. Wouldn't that be great? Because there's a hint in there that we fish in the summer, but we do other things in the winter. According to Harold's lyrics, which aren't very long, you know, in polka music, you get about two sentences. Yep. And you like like the Viking Sunday. Well, yeah, Miami's going to have to play their third quarterback. He's our sixth-round rookie. Yeah. Um, We're getting our boys are using up all their luck early this year. Yes, they are. Even if they go into the playoffs at fourteen to two, they're going to get beat when they get like twelve penalties called against them that we don't think they should have. Super, we're using up all their luck. Patrick, Super Seventy Sports hits hit another massive home run this morning. I don't know if you saw it, but they've got a tweet that says. Mike Cubbage hit 282 in 1978, which is still the American League record for a 48-year-old lesbian librarian. <laughs> I saw that. He looked oh, just like that. Mike, I laughed out loud <laughs> when I saw that. <laughs> One of the great guys of all time. Yeah. Nice. Well, you all have right. a nice lunch, Patrick. I will. Free. It's free. Well, that's right. can't, make, beat that. can't beat that. All right. See you later. See, if you get into EcoFun Motorsports right now, you get 100 bucks off every scooter because you're a GLer, and you get 500 bucks off the Crossfire 200 golf carts, which are really cool because uh, EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and Burnsville really appreciate GLers. And book your reservation, too, for winter storage. They'll pick up your bike, your motorcycle, uh, and for starting at 260 that includes full spring tune-up, battery tending, winterization, and storage in our heated warehouse. Is it battery tendering or tending? It's battery. Battery. Tending. Right. Uh, I take advantage of that deal. I love it. It's a great way to go. Uh, and as I said, 100 bucks off the price tag of any new scooter or electric bike. And that, with that, you get the free winter storage for any purchases this month. Mention GL as this is a GL exclusive. Also great fun youth recreational equipment, little youth ATVs that are really cool, some with remotes so the kid doesn't crash into a boulder or whatever. You sit in the lawn chair and watch them. Uh, There's a store in Burnsville, of course, on the uh, service road just off 35. That opened this summer, and there's a brand-new location in Forest Lake immediately west of Interstate 35 on Highway 97 helmets apparel service great people and uh, i'd get in there this month for savings and to book your winter storage at ecofunmotorsports.com
For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. I thought this was the song that John used on his short-lived podcast. I think you're right. The other one was the outro music. Oh, gotcha. You're right. Yeah, gotcha. you're right. We were speculating that, uh, given the weather, that uh, Rook would not be on the golf course today. Did you ever reach him? Why don't you, um, why don't you talk to your guy? Rook. 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 Hello? Rookie. Hello? Rook. Just a second for me. What? Just, hello? Rook, uh, the, <laughs> the golf got canceled today? We're not, we're not playing golf. We're, uh, we're not, we're not playing golf anymore. We're just throwing axes. Oh, dear I'm God. Not to them. I'm not coming to them throwing, throwing axes. They just not coming. Did he just use the okay? I thought he did too. <laughs> Rook, Hello? are you yeah, at a lo- are you at a local establishment? I am in the air. We're yeah, yes. we're doing the show, so watch your language, dummy. So another, give me another, give me another axe. Give me another axe. <laughs> give him an axe. <laughs> I I, I know, don't. You, you know, it's not, it's not a combination. Um, drinking and axes. <laughs> drinking and axes are not a good combination. I see the uh, the party's underway. There's a, you know what I you know what I had to do last night, Rook. Well, did you, did you do flowers? Yeah, I had to use one of those bellhop carts. Hey, and I couldn't ever, steer it. This, let me ask you something. Yeah. You know, you ever seen a guy from Harvard throw uh, throw axes? No. Guys from Harvard don't look crap how to throw axes. No. There was this, you got, hey, you in the Harvard guy? You in the Harvard guy? <laughs> you don't know how to throw axes. You're smart, but you're going to throw an axes in the stomach. <laughs> What's your name? Okay. He's going to get yeah, punched. These guys are all. I, I think you should uh, go home. Let the record show it's 108. Right, no, I'm taping work this. At the airport tonight. <laughs> oh, are you flying now? I'm just kidding. I don't, I'm going to throw the airport tonight. I'm just. My God, Gabe is driving. Gabe, Gabe, Gabe. Are you grabbing another one more beer? I don't like close it. I don't like close the tab. I just need to. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry you didn't get on the golf course. That would have been better for you. Gabe, don't do that. Just get one more. Math. Oh, boy. Math. Let's tall boy. The bowl. Oh. I, I hope everything works out for you. Uh, don't tell. Gabe, don't tell Bob. Huh? Don't hey, it's my turn to throw that. My turn to throw that. You can't trip over the wood chips. And if you try to take the axe out, you can just glitter. 
splitter. What? A splinter. Look yeah. at a splinter. Well, we're, we're going to let you go. You're, you're having a lot of fun. We think you should uh, maybe take a nap today. Yeah, a nap might be good. Here? As the final jack? I wouldn't do it at the, no, at the establishment. Maybe, I wait till you maybe get home. run home. Yeah, I love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are like... <laughs> okay. Every time I think... I, I get sad sometimes. Okay. Okay. So okay. not at the show. Huh? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I okay. love you guys, and you're. I'm not a like a. I'm not drunk that gets, you know, sentimental. Right. But it it makes me. I just I I have a good job, and it's yes. Will you do like me a, a favor? Job, I don't work real hard at it. I know, but it's R- fun to. Well, Rook, will you do me a quick favor? Because one of my favorite rookie stories is is, and you'll know why I'm asking how, how you to do you, say what this. What makes you think he he can tell anything? Can you can you just recite for me tax deductible? Oh no no no! You don't know say it right. It's tax debacle. Uh, you because I'm talking to you guys on the air right now, and Lionel Jack, I can write it off. I tell my tax guy, it's tax debacle. Tax debacle. Then he doesn't charge you. That's yeah, right. right. Joe, uh, uh, when I see you bringing flowers, I'm going to hug you. Yeah. You oh. are, you're like, um, you're like, you're not like a dad to me because, uh, you know, you're mean, but. Um, <laughs> uh, you're, you're like a really you know, the real fun, rook always comes uncle. out. Yep, it really does. You're like a fun uncle that just like. You want to hang out and just like bring flowers and stuff like that. So, yeah. okay, thank so you. To, I'm done. I have to where I hit the bullseye right now and yep. in the bathroom. There you go. <laughs> yeah. All right, thank you. Is Kenny there? No. Nope. No. Nope. Kenny, He's got the day off. Freaking awesome throwing axes. You'd have your flannel and your beard and like biscuit whiskers <laughs> things and all over that. <laughs> I wish you were here. Just down the street. You know, it's Fairview and what is the Friar? Lickety. Yeah. Just like by okay. Mills, Mills Menard. Okay, we don't have to cry, though. Mills no, Menard? Yeah. Don't cry, Matthew. All right. No, I'm good. I'm, I'm not driving, so I'm like, let's freaking party because <laughs> this smart ass is getting married and he knows everything. Yeah. Doesn't he always outsmarts me? Yeah. Okay. By the way, Gabe, Gabriel kicked my ass in Timex Four because they have like Jenga and games at this place, and it took Gabe about four moves to kick my ass in Timex Four. All right, thank he you. Keep, he didn't keep bringing. Yeah. He didn't keep bringing his beers. Yeah. Thank uh, you. Thank okay, you, caller. Thank All right, you, caller. thank you, caller. Hat thank 2022. you. Twenty-two. All right, goodbye. <laughs> See you, caller. Well, maybe that wasn't such a good idea. No, I didn't uh, know we'd catch him in that I situation. Apologize. Should we explain, or do we wait till Monday? Oh, didn't we? Oh, his kid's getting married. Yeah, his tonight. kid's getting. This is the this is the the, the groom's uh, thing. Groom's yeah, day. but um, yeah, the groom's dinner. That's is something tonight. I'm, I'm a little worried. About. I think you'll. Be yeah, okay. he's going to have to rally, isn't he? Yeah. Climate protesters threw soup over Vincent Van Gogh's sunflowers in London's National Gallery. No, no. Today, 
to protest fossil fuel extraction. Oh, no. The group's called Just Stop Oil. It wants the British government to halt new oil and gas projects, said activists dumped two cans of Heinz tomato soup over the oil painting, one of the Dutch artists' most iconic... Oh, I got good. it. I got you it. You got her in there? Okay. One of the Dutch artists' most iconic works. It's wait, worth no. several million. No, that fits. Iconic fits. No, I know, but it's been so overused it has to get the foghorn. London's Metropolitan Police said officers arrested two people on suspicion of criminal damage and aggravated trespass. The group has drawn attention and criticism for targeting artworks in museums in July. Just Stop Oil activists glued themselves to the frame of Leonardo da Vinci's The Last Supper at London's Royal Academy of Arts and to John Constable's The Hay Wayne in the National Gallery. Activists have also blocked bridges and intersections across London during two weeks of protests. The, uh, these are young people that aren't very wise and uh, really have no uh, earthly idea what oil means to the world and uh, obviously use some sort of internal combustion device to get wherever they're going. And it's a shame that they're uh, ruining these precious works of art. And uh, I don't want to give them any more mention than that, but I saw the, I saw them, I saw the video of them throwing the soup on the uh, canvas on sunflowers. Well, it's going to take them a lot of, a lot of working hours to pay that off. To uh, that painting's worth millions, right? Uh, it, it's been glazed, and that protects the painting. Right, it can be cleaned, but that isn't the point. These are young, not very bright people, foolish, who uh, are so full of themselves they have no idea what they're doing. They have no idea what they're doing. Uh, uh, I, I, they're lucky they didn't get their asses kicked. Yes, they are, Kenny. And, and why didn't they? Right. Did you see the animal rights activists who uh, went on the field ten days ago or so at a Rams game? And then he got his ass and was kicked tackled by a linebacker. Yeah, by a that linebacker. was so sweet. I think he's suing. No, well, he filed a police report. The yeah, well, you're did. lucky you're alive, you twerp. And no judge is going to—I mean, this case will get thrown out of court just based on video evidence alone. That was just pathetic. But I hope, I hope that because he filed a police report, I hope the linebacker sues him. Wouldn't that be great? I, I would love it, and I would, I would absolutely, and then he, donate the money or whatever to to some cause. But my God, the the entitlement of of so many people just is so aggravating. Eckberg Lammers will put together an estate plan for you because if you listen to this show, you know you don't want your family's welfare to be placed in the hands of the court. Uh, Eckberg Lammers has been making estate plans and wills for more than. 70 years, uh, if you're passing on a cabin or vacation property, they handle that kind of thing. Uh, it's uh, it's something you must do, because I hate to break this to you, but we're all going to die, and we all got stuff. And you want the stuff to go to your family, you don't want it to go to the state. And if you don't need, if you think you don't need estate planning, think again. Uh, if you don't have a plan in place for your family, the courts will decide for you. The estate planning team at Eckberg Lammers with offices in uh, the Twin Cities and in western Wisconsin, can help you make sure your estate will transition smoothly the way you want. That way you're at peace because your family isn't left with a big hassle. It'll all be taken care of the way it's supposed to be taken care of. You can save on taxes. You can 
You can really, uh, you know what you can do? What? You don't beat the man, but you, uh, you, uh, you're well accommodated against the man. There you go. How's that? There you go. Make an appointment with Eckberg Lammers and take care of this today. Call 651-439-2878 or visit Eckberg Lammers at eckberglammers.com slash will. Scramble time, bro. Axe It's the scramble! It is, and listen, this is a perfect weekend for you to take care of that piece of crap garage door that you've been dealing with for all this time because... We have our new friends that are here to help you. Rise and shine garage doors. Now, let's do the website so that I don't screw it up again. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. CallRiseAndShine.com. What's that, that all website? one word? CallRiseAndShine.com. That's their website. It's not Rise and Shine, like an N. It's and. And. All right. Did, did I know? CallRiseAndShine.com. Or if you're Joe, it's www.CallRiseAndShine.com. Right. Yep. It's Josh. It's Alex. They are a family-owned business, and they grew right up here in Blaine and Anoka, and they're here to help you. Residential, commercial repairs, and installations of all things that are related to the garage door and your opener, by the way. They have a perfect five-star rating on Google and Yelp because customer satisfaction is the number one most important thing to rise and shine garage doors. We've met them. They are fantastic, and they're expanding right now. They don't just deal with the metro area. Sure, that's their main focus, but they're expanding to Rochester, St. Cloud, Mankato, Northfield, Isanti, Cambridge, Alexandria. I don't know. Give them a call. They also cover western Wisconsin, by the way. 5% discount for seniors and military members, and they don't just hire dummies off the street. All of their technicians are certified. They have three IDEA certified master techs on their staff, and they are going to continue to add more. And because of you GLers, listen, give them a call today. They are going to help you out lickety-split seven days a week. All the time, they will come out to your place. 5% discount for seniors and military and ask about their Rooster Club membership. That includes the tune-up on an annual basis and waves trip charges. Call RiseAndShine.com is the website again. Let them know you heard about them right here on Garage Logic. Halloween is two weeks from this coming Monday. Oh, man. And that means today I can do, I'll do three of these, but I'll only do three. I could do nine. And that's the people complaining about Halloween okay. in the schools. Oh, sure. Here's the Lower Marion School District. I believe that's in Pennsylvania. They're canceling the Halloween parade over safety and inclusivity problems. I believe that's where Kobe Bryant went to high school. A Montgomery County School District is canceling its Halloween parade uh, at its elementary schools over safety and inclusivity concerns. Wouldn't safety have been a, just as much of a problem last year? Sure. Yep. The Lower Marion School District has been holding these parades for more than 50 years, but I guess safety is only now a concern. It's a new issue. However, school administrators sent out letters to families at all six of its elementary schools last week saying the parades will not happen this year. Some parents are upset. Others are relieved. I don't know why you'd be upset. Now we quote some parents. 
we learn. What do we learn? We don't learn a lot. When you hear stories like this, do you come to the same conclusion that I do? There is a certain section of our society that just has to find a reason to bitch. Mm -hmm. The district says safety is the main concern. The parades are outside and the district can't control or screen who comes to them. Wouldn't that have been true two years ago or three years ago or whatever? We all saw what happened out. We all saw what happened outside of a football game at Roxborough High School just a couple of weeks ago, said Amy Buckman, the director of school and community relations for the district. So we continue to reevaluate. We continue to work with local law enforcement and county experts to see what's best. Buckman says the other issue is not everyone celebrates Halloween. Well, bleep them. Who cares? And those kids have, have had to sit in the library in the past during the parades. All right. We looked at all of that and said, are the parades really that important to the students? Well, apparently they were for 50 years. And the answer we came up with is, nah, they're not really, she said. There's, a, there's danger in every possible venue and every possible way. So what are you going to do, cancel everything? I don't know, said parent Rachel Gutman. Some parents are disappointed, saying the parades are nothing more than a fun activity for the kids. Others, however, think the district made the right call. I think it's more inclusive and that there's not a Halloween parade. I totally understand where the district is coming from in terms of the children's safety and the fact that many parents can't attend the parade, said parent Amanda Hershon. The district said kids will still be able to dress up, but instead of a parade, there will be fall-colored activities in the classroom. <laughs> They'll bring in a bale of hay or something and sit on it. Scarecrow. God help us. Um, Stalk of I'll corn. I'll only do two more of these before Halloween because um, I could do one a day. I'm not going to. May yes, I? Uh, you may. Apropos of absolutely nothing, just to get Kenny fired up before the weekend. Yeah. Would you like to hear 10 seconds of audio from your president, Kenny? No, I would not. Not a single penny. No, I mean it, not a single penny. If Republican wins, inflation is going to get worse. It's that simple. <laughs> really? <laughs> how, could, how could that be? Well, uh, Joe, he said it. It's fact. Yeah. Not a single penny. <laughs> Only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park and Moom in Puma Longa, South Africa, from the traveling Lymans at Worldwide Wafties. It was on this day. October 14th. I'm sorry, I'm just seeing the video of the activists and I just. Of the soup throwers? Of the soup throwers. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame. I love, the, I love that painting. And why is gluing our hands to stuff? Why is that a thing now? I don't know. That's no go zone if you're gluing your hand to the you, floor. You got a you got a gal that you're high, very fond of, and you you don't really know her, and you say, "What well, you been up to?" Well, I was the one who glued my hand to the floor at the Timberwolves game. No go zone. I'll uh, I'll see you. I'll run. see you later. I gotta get back to earth. Your now. life. Yeah. yeah. I'll be right back. I'm just gonna run to the restroom. Right. And then you're never returning. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> On this date in 1853. Today's October 14th. St. Paul began the process of numbering buildings with 20 Robert Street, which was home to Cathcart, Carn, and Company's Crystal Palace, a dry goods store. Huh. Right? And on this day, in 1946, after 126 years of service to the nation, Fort Snelling was closed as a military post mm. and placed under the Veteran Administration's Veterans Administration's control. And that's all that really ever happened on these two days 
uh, in Minnesota history, 1853 and 1946. A little slow one today, huh? Uh, October 14th. Hmm. And uh, if you go back through the records, uh, you would find many, many October 14ths could have been 86 degrees and many, 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 many had snow on the ground. Mm -hmm. That's just the way it, it works out. I don't know what it's supposed to be like today, but it's 39 degrees and uh, gun barrel colored skies. That would be gunmetal. Gunmetal. I'm yep. sorry. No, yeah, no, that's all right. Goodbye, GLers. Thank you. You know that the real Babe Ruth was in the movie The Pride of the Yankees? Really? I do know that. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Did you find out where it was filmed? He's drunk AF. Wrigley Field, L.A. He All said that. On, he told us that. It was off the air, though. Oh. oh. But he was still listening. I guess I wasn't. No, you were doing a Reavers. <laughs> I did. I did pull a Reavers. Hey, don't be a Reavers and go to the Garage Logic YouTube channel and hit that subscribe button. And as I mentioned earlier, GLers, if you haven't done so yet, the Garage Logic Town Council is here, and for ten bucks a month, you get all sorts of access that you never knew you needed. More information at GarageLogic.com and hit us up on the social media channels: Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's just that easy. Have a great weekend.